وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته هذا المختصاد ما شاء الله is in PE and as we know it is the Windy City famously known for Allah Ta'ala grant هذا المختصاد عافيت and good health and inshallah let the Ummah in PE and that area also benefit because the presence of ulama in any society is a mercy and rahma from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inshallah, Mufti Sahib, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban to you, Mufti Sahib. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Barakallahu feekum wa ala salim kareem. Jazakallahu khairan to our technicians, our Junaid Muta, our Dawud Muta, and our Riyaz Muta. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihil kareem. Amma ba'd, a'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Rabbi shrahli swadri wa yasilli amri. Wahlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli. Subhanaka la ilma lana illa ma'allamtana. Innaka anta al-alimul hakeem. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Today is the 18th of Sha'aban, 14.45. For the grace and mercy of all, Allah, today we focus on chapter 33, Surah Al-Ahzab, and verse number 34. Almighty Allah, in yesterday's lesson also, addressed the honorable spouses and wives of Mustafa, Habibuna, Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Today also, Almighty Allah, addressing them, Elevating their rank and status, it is so exalted and sublime. Chapter 33, verse number 34, Wazkurna, you the honorable wives of Mustafa, Prophet Muhammad Mustafa, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, you must remember. Ma yutla fi buyuti kunna, the verses that are recited in your homes. So imagine all Maitella speaks of their homes in chapter 49, Surah Hujurat, the rooms, the apartment, the houses of the honorable wives of Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So in those houses, what would happen? Was Gurnama Yutla Fi Buyuti Kunna Min Ayatillahi Wal Hikmah that the verses of all Maitallah Jalla are recited and rehearsed Wal Hikmah and the Sunnah Mubarakah. If you study the history, the philology of the word Hikmah, you know when you have horses that are racing, participating in some horse race, then they place a blinker and blinkers on them. Hence, they must not look right, they must not look left, they must just be on the right path and racing with the other horses. So the true Muslim, in ayatillahi wal hikmah, we must follow the Quran Sharif, the noble Quran, the glorious Quran, and that is the direct speech of all, Allah, Jalla wala, 
6,236 verses, 114 chapters, wal-hikmah, and follow the teaching, preaching of Prophet Muhammad Mustafa, Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We don't look right, we don't look left, we follow what all Majjallah Jalla teaches us, what Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us, and then we, that is a recipe and prescription for the right path, sirat mustaqim so yeah, this is a great, great distinction. Our mother Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha, when you open the Ahadith and Mustan Ahmad and various other compilations, you will find that Wahi revelation used to be revealed in their houses while Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah was there. So imagine who will have that distinction. Therefore, in chapter 33, verse number 6, Almighty Allah Jalla teaches us, وَأَزْوَاجُهُ أُمَّهَا Tuhum And the honorable spouses, wives, consorts of Nabi Salam are the mothers of this Ummah. Therefore, we the Muslims of the world say the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, any person, Shia or anybody else says, and castigates and criticizes Mother Aisha radiallahu anha, the daughter of Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anha, Siddiqa, Siddiqi Ladli, Siddiqi Beti, Siddiqi Sahibzadi, the most beloved daughter and child of Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anha, or Sayyidina Hafsa radiallahu anha, the honorable daughter of Sayyidina Umar, Amirul Mu'mineen, and they criticize them, castigate them, make wild allegations against them. Wallahi, we take an oath on all, might Allah, such people are not Muslim. They are out of the fall of Islam. Al-Imam al-Shafi'i, rahimahullah, who was born in Gaza al-Mubarakah in the year 150 after Hijrah, said, when hikmah comes after kitab or ayatillah, then it definitely alludes and refers to the sunnah and nabawiyah, the teaching, preaching of Prophet Muhammad Mustafa, Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, inna allaha kana latifan khabira. Verily, Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla is the knower of all mysteries. Today you go to the scientists, you ask them, what is this? They say, it's beyond our perception, comprehension is a mystery. You go to the doctors, you go to the specialists, you go to the physicians, ask them, what is this? They'll say, it's a mystery. We cannot comprehend beyond our perception, comprehension. Who is Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla Latif? Latif means the knower of all mysteries, all Allah's knowledge, all embracing, all encompassing. Therefore, O Muslim, O Muslimah, you want a beautiful, wonderful name for your son, Abdul Latif. You want a beautiful, wonderful name for your beloved daughter, then Amatul Latif. So beautiful, wonderful names. Khabira. All Matyallah all aware of everything at all times, all places, all circumstances. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. We know that we are here in Port Elizabeth, the windy city. And yesterday when we landed here at the airport, so the pilot and them announced that watch out with your luggage and with your clothing, that some of your scarf or whatever, that must not fly away. You know, we wear the hat. 
because we have landed in the windy city and the wind was blowing so mashallah everything has come down now so everything is good here alhamdulillah rabbil alamin so bismillah rahman rahim let us take you around the world locally nationally internationally globally with the news views and interviews day number 146 in gaza al-mubaraka today Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. We are very, very happy to announce that three jutlas have been sent straight to hell, and these are Israeli soldiers, and 26 of them have been injured in the past 24 hours. So our Hamas is giving them a run for their money. Remember, we attack their soldiers. We attack their army. We attack the Israeli diaper force. And these Haramis and these murderers and these prophets, killer killers or prophets and messengers, baby killers, they attack our babies, our children, our women and our men who are civilians. Six children passed away, shaheed, yesterday in Gaza due to hunger and malnutrition. This is what the Israelis, Americans, European Union and them are guilty of. They're using starvation as a weapon of war, and that's a crime, a war crime. So therefore, this is a cursed nation, we must be very clear. Nasir Hospital yesterday looted and burned by the Israelis. Who burns hospitals? Who loots hospitals? So now that hospital is out of action, so there's no medical care there. And you must remember, there's hardly any food trickling in, water, medication. So this is your Israeli, the most moral army on this earth, as they told you. They are the biggest terrorists, occupiers, murderers, and crooks on earth. And all were complicit, compliant, and complicit in this is America, Europe, and NATO, and all of them. And especially the United States of America, who vetoed the United Nations Security Council resolutions. So Israel refuses to recognize the Palestinian villages because they want to steal that and confiscate that as well. More than 50 international journalists and the organizations have called on Israel and Egypt to open their borders for the media to come and they must have unfettered access to see what is really happening there. The mass murder, the genocide, the ethnic cleansing, the crimes against humanity, and this Israelis don't want to allow anybody. The only external one is Al Jazeera and one to others maybe, but now the world is waking up. They can see who the super terrorists, murderers, occupiers are. So that is what we say, Israel, the Jutlas, Haramis are a cursed nation and repeatedly cursed by Almighty Allah, Jalla Hum Chung Chung Chi Chong, I don't know his name properly. That anyway, North Korea sent a lot of ammunition to Russia, to Putin and company. And they did some battering. We send you some food and you must send us arms. So Russia sent food to them and North Korea sends arms, ammunition to them. Listen to this story. Very interesting. Two Pakistanis are indicted by the government of Netherlands. They said that these two Pakistanis are now preparing to try and assassinate and kill the Willers or whatever his name is, the one who is an Islamic phobe and he is anti-Islam, anti-Muslim and he says the Quran must be burnt and the Muslims must be kicked out. 
So they are, Netherlands is demanding from the Pakistani government that you must repatriate and you must extradite these people here to Netherlands so they can stand for trial in September. Can you believe that? But I wouldn't be surprised if this Pakistani government send them there, extradite them. You know why? Because in Kochoro you have the Bhutto family, you have the Zardari family, Shuru Selekar Akitak Sabchore. So from top to bottom, all crooks. You must remember that. So therefore, it's nothing surprising. They might give them five, ten million dollars, and you will see two Pakistanis are extradited to Netherlands. So let's wait and see. Trump wins all hands down in Michigan, and Nikki Haley, the Indian who's playing white, loses very badly, a humiliating defeat. And now Trump is in big trouble again. They say that he will have to appear in court in April sometime to see that whether the objections he has raised as an ex-president, former president, he cannot be charged and so forth and so on. The main thing is they don't want him to be win the elections, which you know he will win. Ben Gwey, the Harami, the super terrorist murderer and minister of security in the rogue apartheid terrorist Nazi regime of Israel, will no more be allowed to make decisions regarding Aqsa al-Mubarak. They knew that once he's in charge, then that will be another recipe for disaster. Israel is disgraced globally, internationally, as you will see just now. And they took that away from him. And he's fuming and he's in a rage and so forth. So Ben Gwed, the Harami, the super terrorist. There, there are winds and tornadoes pounding Chicago. When I flew to Chicago in 2000, O'Hare Airport, I had an American sitting next to me. He asked me that from where you come? So I said, sir, I'm a South African. He said, you've been to Chicago before? I said, no, sir. So he said, Chicago is known as the Windy City. I said, well, in South Africa, we also have a windy city. We call it Port Elizabeth. The wind blows there many a time. said, no, Chicago is called the windy city because a lot of wheeling, dealing goes on there, meaning legal, over the table, under the table. So that's Chicago, the windy city. But now it's being pounded by tornadoes and winds. Texas, America, the fires are raging and beyond their control. This is all the punishment, chastisement from Almighty Allah. May Almighty Allah decimate and destroy them as they destroyed so many countries in the world. The Harami is the super terrorist. Aaron Bushnell, that's the guy who burnt himself in front of the Israeli embassy in Washington. He had secret information. And he knew what's going on, so therefore he announced to the world, I will not be complicit in this genocide. And he said that free, free Palestine. He knows and he knew that, remember, there are so many Americans coming into Israel, fighting with the Israelis. Therefore, O Muslim, if you have true Iman, these are the words you must read and learn all these du'as. Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah made dua against the people of Mudar. They cause harm to the Muslims. 
اللهم اشدد وفقتك على مدر ده حديث بخاري شريف او الله يو تايتن يو غرب يو يو بانشمنت يا الله يو انكريز ات اجينس ديس بيبل سو اور دعاء مسلم ناو ان ان رمضان ان اول تايمز اللهم اشدد وفقتك على جيوش الامريكيين واسرائيليين واعداء الدين Oh Allah, you tighten your grip on the American army, the Israeli army. You punish them. And all these enemies of Islam, the Saudis and the uh, Emiratis, and all these Tanput Haramis, the dictators in the Arab world, the kings of Bahrain, Jordan, Morocco, the Pharaoh, they of Egypt, all these murtad traitors to Islam, Allah must punish them if there is no hidayat and guidance for them. So he exposed a lot of things there. So what do the Israeli supporters say? No, he was a person who suffered from illness and sickness. He knew exactly what he's doing. Listen to the hardcore statistics what's happening in Gaza. 55,000 trees destroyed there in Gaza al-Mubarakah. 40 water wells destroyed by the Israeli terrorist force. And 60% of the water wells destroyed. So they want them to starve. They want there must be a famine. They want them to die. And that is your so-called Israel democracy. Israel, the Harami, shot five times against the Israelis' friendly fire since the war started, they, they say, on October 7th. So instead of shooting Palestinians, they're shooting themselves. So that is Allah Ta'ala's system. Scott Ritter told us yesterday, 400 people were killed by Hamas, that is military personnel. The 800 were killed on October 7th by them, that is their own Israeli defense force. So very good, let them kill one another. 11 wounded soldiers were airlifted to Saruka, and that is why once they get news that their soldiers are already injured, quick, quick, they airlift them. The world must not know, but all Allah exposes them. I want every human being who has some sense and semblance of justice, go and read the New York Times. And the article is written by Thomas Friedman, he's a Jew himself. In the New York Times, he told Israel, you have lost this war on three grounds already. The global narrative has turned against you. 80-90% of the world is standing with Palestine and no more with Israel. Because he doesn't say it in clear words, but this is what he means. Israel is a terrorist occupational force and remember that they are the ones who are the occupiers and they are the ones who are who have taken this land illegitimately and occupying it. So they are the people who are the imperialists and the occupiers and so forth. So globally, they have lost the narrative. Regionally, they have lost as well. On one side is Yemen, one side is Lebanon, one side is Iran, all three Shias, and all three of them non-Muslim, but they're doing a good job. And they're beating Israel from this side and that side, different directions. So the regional war also you have lost to Israel. And he says, even in the year inside Gaza you have lost. You don't have any ground plan. You're just hoping for something to happen. So imagine New York Times carried this article. 
The U.S. Army, their own people are fed up. They don't want to get, you understand, conscripted into the Army. So the Army of United States is cutting its personnel by 24,000 people. Can you imagine that? So child pornography is part of the Bella Bell. Your people, Muslims, non-Muslim, male, female, South Africans, you better wake up. Wherever there are hearings, you must go and you must protest. They want alcohol in school. They want pornography. They want to steal your children away from you. They want to erode and destroy our family structures. All of you thinking of voting for ANC. I am no politician. I don't belong to any party. I told you to to vote for DA and the Democratic Alliance as a Muslim is haram. And the ANC people say they're very pro-Palestine. But what about all these issues where they want to destroy our family structures, where they want to allow pornography for our children and so forth? So wake up, oh people, Muslim and non-Muslim. Nigeria, 20 students died because of meningitis. That's what the media reported. France, Macron wants it must be enshrined in the uh, in the constitution of France that abortion is legal. See, so if you've been to France, you've been to Brazil, you've been to South Africa, these countries have a big condition competition. Who has more harami children? Who has more bees, illegitimate children? So now in France you go Paris, Paris. So Eiffel Tower is open now. After one week it was closed and strikes and so forth. So now they want to put their rifle wherever they feel like and then no consequences, they say. Secular state and just go abortion and then everything is fine. You destroy the whole infrastructure that in Islam abortion is murder and the lady who undergoes that, so she has to live with it for the remainder of her life, her own conscience will destroy her. So therefore Islam says that to go for abortion is absolutely haram. Yes, in one, two cases only it will be permissible. Allah forbid a lady was raped or something. But the law is absolutely haram and not permissible in Islam. And thereafter, we must remember Ghana, they passed the law that anti-gay business, they won't allow gay and lesbian and all these transgender characteristic people. So that's very, very good. So we want the natural system. We don't want the satanic system here. And then I must thank our brothers here in Port Elizabeth, mashallah, our Hafiz Salim. He just came back from Umrah, he's in Cape Town, so his son Hafiz Sofwan picked us up yesterday airport. And mashallah, we are very, very comfortable in our brother Yusuf Jiva's place. And he's got a nice, like a, you know, hotel or whatever you want to call it, beautiful and Allah Jalla reward him. Yesterday I met him also. And they, mashallah, they go out of the way to make our life very, very comfortable. Then I met my students last night after the program, Mona Rashid Remlin, Mona Isaac Akhardin, my colleague there in Karachi, which we study together, Hafiz Ismail Ayyub Pirbai. So Allah Jalla and many others we met last night. Allah Jalla reward all of them. Our program for today, inshallah, on air. 8.30 to 9 will be Brother Abu Bakr Rawat, inshallah, with Mozahid. 11 to 12 will be, inshallah, how to prepare for Ramadan now. So that will be the fiqh lesson, Mozahid Khan and myself. 1 to 2 will be the tafsir of the Noble Quran.
Quran I recorded it yesterday. And inshallah, my program in Eastern Cape today will be that inshallah, Zohar time, we will be there before Zohar in Port Alfred with Moana Ahmed is, mashallah. So Moana Ahmed Ishaq. So he is, you know, the grandson of Hazrat Moana Yunus Patel, rahimahullah. So we are Zohar Azan is called to one. One o'clock is the Salat. So after that, there will be a program, inshallah, inshallah, Aziz in Port Alfred. Then we're going to Lady Freya. So first of my life, I'm going there. The people are insisting. So I told them they must change their Salat time. They said, fine. They changed it for 30 Asr Adhan, 4.45 Jamaat. And then we will have a program. And then, inshallah, we will be there in uh, Queenstown around 6 o'clock, 6.15. And after Maghrib is a program day in Queenstown Masjid. Where we will be there by Dr. Magda, inshallah, Aziz. And then tomorrow morning, also 5.30, will be a program after Fajr. Like today, here yeah, also today we are here. So after this program, we're going there to Masjid Aziz. Masjid Aziz is a historic masjid. When you travel here in PE, you will see that Hazrat Mohan Ahmad Sadiq Desai is up of the Majlis. But his help, Allah's help and his mercy, and Nabi Sallallahu Barakah Wasila, and the effort of Mohan Desai Sahib, Ayaz Desai, Hafizahullah, that the highway stopped in the heart of apartheid, in the might of apartheid in 1970, and the masjid, they wanted to demolish the masjid. So that's why I like to have programs in that masjid. So Masjid Aziz, 5.30 Jamaat, and thereafter we'll have a program. And then tomorrow also we'll be there after Fajr in in that uh, Queenstown, and for Jummah also, inshallah. So, Ji, Maulana Salim Kareem, we have 15 minutes, inshallah, Aziz, for the Q&A. So, inshallah, Hafiz Safwan will come and fetch me just now, but we carry on till 5.30, no problem. And you carry on with your questions. Allah, Jalla Wala, make it easy. Barakallahu Fiqh. Assalamu alaikum. Is it permissible for Muslims to go to some other Muslim countries to give dawah? If so, may I have an authentic hadith? or from the Qur'an that supports that to give da'wah to other Muslims. Some people say, can only give da'wah to non-Muslims anonymous. Both parties are wrong. In Islam, if you study the Noble Qur'an, all Majdallah states in the Noble Qur'an, وَذَكِّرْ You must remind the Muslims. Why? فَإِنَّ ذِكْرَاتًا فَأُلْمُؤْمِنِينَ this reminding is very, very beneficial for the Muslims and Mu'min. This is Quran. So you will open Surah Azariyat, you will find the verse there. Then make tabligh. And what is that? All Allah Jalla Wala teaches us. That is, Ya, you are Rasul. Balligh ma unzila ilaykum yirabbik. You, Ya Rasul Allah, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, propagate and disseminate this message which Almighty Allah revealed to you. Who are we? Who are we? Surah Yusuf, chapter number 12, verse number 108. Qul, say, Ya Rasul Allah, O Mustafa, Habibuna, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, this is my way, this is my path. Ad'u ilallah, I invite humanity, I invite jinn. Ad'u ilallah, that kul sabili, ad'u ilallah, ala basiratin, on firm conviction. We must have the firm 100% conviction, no iota of doubt. 
only in Islam lies our salvation. Islam is the best and therefore we want to share it with the rest and we give you non-Muslims the opportunity to ask any question regarding Islam and you don't have to apologize. You can be critical. You can castigate us. We've got no problem with that. Allah Basiratin with firm conviction, Anna, I, Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, inviting you. Wamanittaba'ani and those who follow me immaculately. So I, a sunnah, that is Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, teaching, preaching. Wamanittaba'ani and those who follow me immaculately, that are sahaba, the jama'ah, sunnah wal jama'ah. So me and you, when we follow the way of Almighty Allah, we follow the way of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and Sahaba. We become Ahalu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, chapter number twelve, verse number one zero eight. So we need to wake up and understand whatever we teach and preach. Everything is in the Noble Quran and in the Sunnah Mubarakah and the teaching preaching of Prophet Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Sir, you are very quick to generalize other religions, and you always use a blanket statement. Not every priest, nor not every nun, bad people. Why don't you do this against your own religion? Tell us a little about all the bad you guys also do. We all are not perfect, James D. My brother, it seems again you are listening with a selective ear. I always tell you in chapter 5, verse number 82, Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala teaches us, لَتَجِدَنَّ أَشَدَّ النَّاسِ عَدَاوَةً لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا الْيَهُودَ وَالَّذِينَ أَشْرَكُوا That your worst, worst enemies are the Jews and the, and the Mushrikeen, the idol worshippers, the Hindus. But we never ever say all the Jews. We never ever say all the Hindus. We definitely will say majority of the Jews and majority of the Hindus. And now you can see what is happening in Israel, the apartheid rogue Nazi regime. Go see what is happening in apartheid India under Modi. So we must be very clear. Now they are threatening Darum Dioban, one of the greatest institutions in the whole of Asia. That they want to demolish it and bulldoze it and so forth and so on. So we must remember that this is what you see, what is happening there. So therefore, we need to be very clear on all these issues that these are the people who are the enemies of Muslims and humanity, but not all. We said it very clearly. Similarly, with Christians, majority of them, they involve in pedophilia and so forth. As far as Muslims go, I told you on a hundred occasions, I am here to teach you Islam. I am here not to uh, to defend Islam, not to defend Muslims. Muslims, you get all types of people, people who are Shias and Qadianis, and that. they have Muslim names, but they're not Muslim. They're out of the fall of Islam. I'm the one who's the most vocal on that. I tell you about the Saudi regime, about the Emiratis and Dubai, and about the Egyptians and Bahrain. I tell you that these rulers are non-Muslim. So am I not criticizing, exposing them? Daily I do that, brother. So don't think that we carry favor with people. We don't carry favor with people. Oh, we don't carry favor with politicians. We don't carry favor with organizations. We present Islam and its pristine purity, brother. A.K. 
is every born Palestinian a Hamas member? They're planning to wipe out the entire Palestine. So you must remember that that's a wrong statement to make. Both ways it's wrong. To say every Palestinian is in, for, is in favor of Hamas, that's not true. You can say majority of them, that will be true. But you can't say every Palestinian. You have the PA, the Palestinian Authority, Mahmoud Abbas, Abu Mazin, and all of them who are traitors, who are murders, who are the agents of America and Israel. They give them millions and billions of dollars. They themselves are told to lock up and arrest the Palestinians there in the West Bank and so forth. So they hate Hamas, you must remember that. So to say that every person who wants to go there in Palestine is pro-Hamas, that's totally wrong. Yes, rephrase it and say majority Palestinians, majority Muslims who are true Muslims, we love Hamas. I love Hamas. Any person who attacks American interests, Israeli interests, we support them. Whether they are Muslim, whether they are non-Muslim, whether they are Shias or whoever, we make our stance very, very clear. Nobody wants to go. Israel are the big occupying force, the colonial force, the say, and the settler mentality they got. They just want to steal and steal. They want to kill and destroy. They say they must go to Ireland, they must go to Egypt, they must go here, there, everywhere. So you must remember that they are the people who are expanding all the time. They say peace. It's not P-E-A-C-E, it's P-I-E-C-E. They are the biggest crooks and the biggest terrorists on earth. That is the Jutlas, the Jews, and the Zionists. Saab, the Hadith speaks about Palestine. It also speaks about the Euphrates River, which will spill its gold. If people know about this, then why haven't they started looking for the gold? My brother, you must first go to 1948, when the apartheid terrorist Nazi regime was established on the 14th of May, and they came with their flag. So what is their flag? So their flag is, you must remember, that they said that a white flag and has a blue line on top and a blue line at the bottom, Minal Furati Ilanir, from the Euphrates River to River Nile. And so it shows that is what the blue lines mean. Again, they want to steal. If you know anything of Zionism and the Jews and the cursed nation they are, they call it Eretz Israel, E-R-E-T-Z, and Israel, which means the larger, greater Israel. We want to steal the land and occupy the land from the Euphrates in Iraq right up to River Nile. Egypt, I've been five, six times. Iraq, I've been once. I saw River Nile. I saw Euphrates. So all that is what they want to steal and occupy. And this includes Medina, Munawwara, Khaybar, and all that, you Muslims, if you understand what's really happening. So remember the signs Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa told us, will unfold. And then Nabi alayhi salatu said, from every thousand, remember 999 will die. And that one person, every person will think, I'm the one person, the one percent, or the quarter percent, or whatever, who will be the one who will survive, and so forth. That is the greed of human beings. For what you think they attack Saddam Hussein? For weapons of mass destruction? We were the weapons of mass destruction. The Americans and the British are the super terrorists, just like Israel. So remember that Madeleine Albright, she said, is worthy to murder and kill 500,000, half a million children. Nobody can deny that. 
And remember, over one million Iraqis died because of the bombing of the Americans, George Bush, and because of his poodle, Tony Blair. They are all war criminals. This is the whiteies. They are the one, the white hegemony. So we need to name them, shame them, and nail them. They are the biggest terrorists and occupiers, and that is what they want to do. Blinken was asked, what do you say about the way the Israelis are treating the, the Palestinians? He could not answer. His whole face changed. It was like a bee stung him in his backside, you know. So that is what you must know, that everywhere they're getting humiliated and disgraced by their own people. Forget the history and carry on with geography. Sir, why does Hitler's name always come up? Let's move on and learn from the past. No need for wars in a moral society. Islam is not a peaceful religion. Every war only has Muslims involved. So we say what Hitler did was very good to a certain extent, that he fixed the Jutlas up and all the six million, you must remember, is all a big fabrication and propaganda and Hasbara from you, the Jewish side. You were the ones who used to charge exorbitant interest and usury to the people of Germany. You were the one who introduced all this homosexuality. All my Allah wants Adam and Eve, but you, the Jutlas, you started Adam and Steve business there. Who brought about the pornography and all that day in the arts and culture and films and movies and all that? You. So remember, so we got nothing to do with that war. It's you who came from Europe. You were kicked out from there. Then you came in the 46, 47, 48, and you invaded our country. You are the settler colonial mentality. If we don't, we start the wars. You start the wars. You want to steal our oil. You want to steal our gas. You want to steal our land. So it's not the Muslims who are starting the war. It's you starting the war by wanting to steal our resources. So what do you want we must do? We just stand there, fold arms. So what's happening in Gaza? They don't want Hamas. They want the land of Gaza because Gaza has got land, has got gas, has got oil, has got so many resources. So that is what the Jutlas American, for what BP company and all of them are fighting. So they all are fighting. They want a share there and so forth and so on. So brother, you better go start and study your history. Did Muslims start the war in Afghanistan? Did Muslims start the war in Iraq? Did Muslims start the war in Syria? Did Muslims start the, start the war in Libya? Did Muslims start the war in Palestine, occupied Palestine? Everywhere. It's you Haramis, you whiteies, that you want white hegemony. And we say we're not your slaves. We are the slaves of all Allah and all you whiteies who support Israel. So we say one settler, one bullet will settle the issue. That is our history. That is our geography. Sir, you like stories. Story time. It was a man who named and shamed his own nation, but he despises the Jews. He raves about one settler, one bullet, but tells his nations to stay home and not fight in Palestine. Sir, do we have to listen to people who are two-faced salvers? So, my brother, you must remember, if your Israeli police and army and politicians allow me to go, I'll be the first one to jump in the plane. 
So I've been there five times and they don't allow me and they gave me that information already. You're not allowed. You're a person non grata as far as they're concerned. They say AK is too dangerous for them. But I don't have any guns. I don't have, my name is AK. I'm AK, not AK-47. I'm AK-255. Ayatul Kursi. And that is the most majestic verse in the Noble Quran. So therefore, in Islam, we can make jihad and wage war against the enemies with our tongue, with our swords, with our guns, with our bombs in different, different ways. Ya ayyuhan nabi, jaydil kuffar wal munafiqeen. Oh, Mustafa, sallallahu wage war against the non-Muslims and the hypocrites and be firm against them. Chapter 66, verse number 9, وَمَعْوَاهُمْ jahannam And their resting place is the hellfire. So you must remember, Almighty Allah has mentioned this. So we are making our own jihad. We make the Jews wake up. We make the Christians wake up. We make the non-Muslims wake up. I feel so honored when I hear all you non-Muslims questioning us in early part of the morning. So remember, for us Muslims, it's prayer time. But for you, it's praying time. P-R-E-Y. You want to pray on us Muslims. So I'm here to defend Islam and Muslims. So that is our jihad. Is that not an honor for me? It's a great honor, brother. And we thank all the directors of Radio Lansar International. We thank all the directors, the capital group of Merkel Sahaba, that they give us this opportunity wherever we are in the world or in South Africa. So you just link up with us with technology, and we will give you the truth without fear and favor. One settler, one bullet will settle the issue forever. Kamakazi Islamic fighters, will they enter Jannah? They are on a suicide mission. You see, when you study Judaism, when you study the Western media, they are masters, you must remember, of coining terms and so forth. You ask them, you're murdering all these babies, you're murdering all these children, you're murdering all these civilians. They will say, no, it's collateral damage. So we don't call it suicide bombers and kamikaze and so forth. We call this martyrdom operations. So remember, amaliyatul ishtishad. You ulama, you students, you must write this word down in English and Arabic. Arabic, amaliyatul ishtishad. And we call it, remember, martyrdom operations. We know about the Jutlas and the Jews. Chapter 62, verse number 8, how they fear death. None of them want to freck and die. Therefore, we say, Alhamdulillah, when one one jutla frecks and dies like a dog there in Gaza or anywhere else because they're harming the Muslims, we're very happy about it. We have no empathy, sympathy for them. Never do they want to die, the Jutlas and the Jews. Chapter 62 and verses number 7, number 8. Go read all that and see what the Quran Sharif states, how they want to run away from death and so forth and so on. We embrace death. Remember that. Khalid bin Walid to Rustam, innama yaqom. يُحِبُّونَ الْقِتَالَ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ كَمَا تُحِبُّونَ الْخَمَرْ Open Mishka Sharif. He told the leaders of the enemy, Khalid bin Walid, the great warrior, soldier of Islam, that with me there is a group and Mujahideen. They love the dicing with death and giving their life in the path of Allah as you love your alcohol. So my translation, as you love your wine and your swine and your dine, your haramis. Last question, Mawlana. I would like to fast 
but I'm scared to fast due to my high blood pressure. What should I do? No, no, no. You just keep on reading Surah Fatiha, Alhamdu, and blow on yourself. And mashallah, you take Zamzam water, have honey, and inshallah, you read La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu mina zalimin abundantly. And you read Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min sayyil asqam. Oh, Almighty Allah, I seek your protection from the evil dreaded diseases. So inshallah, then Almighty Allah will grant you siha afiyah and make intention now already. Ya Allah, Allahumma barik lana fi Shaban wa balighna Ramadan. Ya Allah, you grant us barakah in Shaban, spare us for Ramadan, and inshallah your health will be good. We make dua. Everybody should make intention. We're going to fast. At least we will try. Don't be negative. Be positive, inshallah. Barakallahu feek. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.